Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome. Welcome to the prayer call. This is the beginning of another week of the prayer call. My name is Heather Dawson, and I'm going to be facilitating this morning. I am somewhat congested this morning, so I ask that you bear with me. You know, it is always with great anticipation that we should come this early in the morning, knowing that God is waiting for us. Amen? So let's together, let's together say good morning, Father, our Abba Father. Good morning, precious Lord Jesus. And good morning, Holy Spirit. For this is the day, this is the day that you've made. And we're going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in it. I know that as we continue our journey of faith, going further into our union with him, our spiritual roots will go deep into his life and we will receive strength to meet each and every challenge that maybe comes before us this day. You know, God is faithful, and he has promised. He's promised throughout his word to never leave us, nor to ever forsake us. He is faithful to the end. Faithful, faithful, faithful. What a God we serve. You know, the Bible tells us that he looks down. He looks down in love. That's all, just love. He doesn't see our faults. He doesn't see our waywardness. And he doesn't see our sins because he sees us through the shed blood of his son, Jesus, the Christ. So, you know, we have much to be thankful for this day. He gave us breath. We woke up. We're on the call. We're joining our hearts together. We're becoming as one. And so I pray that as we continue on the call this morning, that you will receive. If you came expecting, you will receive. Hallelujah. So our team this morning is Sister Audrey White. And she is going to lead us in prayer this morning. So good morning, Audrey. How are you and how was your Mother's Day? Good morning, Elder Heather. I am doing fine this morning. I had a great Mother's Day. I felt the love on all sides, and I'm sure you did too. Glad to be on the call this morning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I know that mothers were blessed and should be and should be recognized. Um, Fathers are very important, too, and their day is coming. But, yes, Mother's Day um, is the day to honor our mothers, whether our mother is still with us or whether our mother is in heaven. We just thank God for our mothers. Amen. And then we have Minister Randall Gorey, and he will be bringing the morning devotion. 
So let me say good morning to Minister Randall. How are you this morning? Mother Heather, I'm doing just wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you as well, Sister Audrey. Good morning to you as well. Amen. Amen. You come on so strong. I love it. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I can tell you're ready. So let's pray. Let's pray as uh, Mr. Randall gets ready to bring uh, the devotion to us. Uh, Father, we come into your presence. We come into your presence with grateful hearts. As you have given to us, you've given us this day. You didn't have to, but you did. We, as your church, the ecclesia, receive from you our assignment to bring thy will to earth as it is in heaven. Holy Spirit, hover over those individuals. Hover over them that can shift the atmosphere so your glory can be known in a very personal way. I pray that each and every one on the line this morning has a personal relationship with you, that they feel your presence with them, not just now, but throughout this day, wherever they go, whatever they do, that your holy presence is with them. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you use Minister Randall that you would flow through him to bring a clear word, a clear word that is understood by all. And it is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Minister Randall, we are ready for you. Thank you so much, uh, Mother Heather. I really do appreciate it. Uh, just want to first and foremost just give honor to Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. want to acknowledge all of the clergy that are represented on the line this morning, the Universal Body of Christ, as well as my own New Destiny family this morning. And again, Happy Mother's Day. Giving uh, honor to God this morning for this opportunity to share with you what God has given me as it requires to our faith. And this morning's devotion is entitled, uh, Faithing It Requires Execution. So faithing it requires execution. There has to be action behind our faith for it to work. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. So the question this morning to us all is, are we faithing it or faking it? Are we faithing it or faking it? That's a question that only each individual can answer. Because either way, we can't fool God. Proverbs 29, chapter verse 18 says, where there is no vision, the people will perish. But he that keeps the law, happy is he. The verses of uh, Scripture a passage of scripture this morning that we will be uh, relating to comes out of Habakkuk, 
the second chapter, the third verse, amplified reading, for the vision is yet for an appointed future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. The second passage of Scripture comes from Romans, the 8th chapter, the 28th verse, one of my favorites. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. For those that know the story of Habakkuk, he is a great watchman on the wall. He is an intercessor for Israel. And as he looked about and surveyed the mounting international scene of wars and wickedness, misery and injustice, that was infiltrating Judah. He was deeply concerned about the spiritual decline and the lack of faith of God's people. So he pleaded with God for for help for God's indifference confused the prophet as he witnessed the raging international scene of evil acts that were coming from their enemies and the helplessness of his people. And so Habakkuk reminds me from the Bible days to the current day that our modern day Habakkuk is our pastors and our bishops For those of you that are on the line this morning, wherever you fellowship or worship, that prophet, that bishop, that pastor, where you're fed each week is your modern-day Habakkuk, pleading to God for help in these current times where we're seeing the world in chaos. We're seeing lots of destruction and unlove and declining faith and people not showing up to church and just losing their place of vision. And so Habakkuk records that it was too painful for him to watch until he went into the sanctuary of the Lord, which indicates to me that we can watch from our homes and various places and what's going on as far as news locally and globally, but we need to return to the house of God, to the sanctuary of the Lord in order to hear from God and get the strength we need from fellow saints praying together so that we can get a clear vision of our prophets that are before us, align ourselves with that vision, and begin to pray accordingly. It was there in the house of God that Habakkuk came to understand that the Lord had appointed a glorious time when he would save his people from their sins rescue them from their enemies and wipe away every tear from their eyes. Hallelujah. And just like in Habakkuk's day, church, things are going to get a whole lot worse before they get better. 
He, just as we, have been called to live by our faith, to trust the Lord who is faithful to rescue his children and true to his word. So I thank God for that. I've got good news this morning, though, that the same principle is true for Christians in the church today. It's the same principle. The Lord is faithful to rescue his children and is true to his word. So today, church, we can handle anything that's coming our way if our faith stands strong in such times as this. We need to get back to the house of God. We're in a dispensation, church, a divinely appointed time and order. So as the word confirms and as Bishop Smith has been teaching us, God is faithful to carry out his plans and his purposes at his appointed time and to finish the good work he has started in the lives of all of his children. The book of Revelation reveals this as well, but in this world, Right now, we will have trials and tribulations, and this clearly shows us that the Christian life isn't a bed of roses, but we are to be of good cheer, for Jesus Christ has overcome the world, John 16 and 33, and he has gone on to prepare a place for us, it's in John 14 and 3. The future vision that was given to Habakkuk is being increasingly revealed to us through Scripture by our very own bishop each week, which is why we need to not fake it, but we need to have faith in it. So where is your faith level this morning? That vision of the world's and the church's rescue and reconciliation is set at God's appointed time. The Lord is true to his word, and although it is it is to tarry, the nation is to wait for it, for it will surely come to pass, and it will not delay. It will not tarry. Amen. We have got to hold fast to our faith and to be patient with a great expectation. But also, God has not only set an appointed time to complete his work through Israel, he has set time to fulfill his specific plans through the church. This is where we come in. Because as Christians, we are living through a season that has felt like seasons of wickedness, misery, and injustice where the most evil acts of the enemy are being perpetuated against believers. We should never forget that the Lord is not slow about his promise to us as some might consider slowness, but is patient toward us, not desiring for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Amen. We're in need of more patience, church. Habakkuk's vision was better days are coming. And so God truly desires that all men are saved and that his born-again children mature in faith, grow in grace, to look to Jesus and in the power of Holy Spirit are being conformed in us day by day. We are becoming 
in the image and the likeness of Christ. So let us not forget even what Paul says in Romans the 8th chapter, the 28th verse, that he and Habakkuk are both talking about faith in God and confidence to believe in him, that though it looks helpless, help is on the way. Paul in this in this chapter is describing the life of Christians on this side of heaven, comparing it to groaning as we wait to escape the sufferings in this life and to be with our Father God in person. Our faith is working as his children are waiting for him to complete our adoption by redeeming our bodies so that we can be with him. Our faith in action. Let's trust God's Holy Spirit to help us in this season, waiting for restoration back to sonship, becoming regenerated, and the faithful believers the Lord wants to find when he returns. Let's trust God for this. The Holy Spirit is the only one that can help us in this season of our waiting because it's important that we get back to sonship. God wants to restore us back, that we become regenerated and that we become the faithful believers that the Lord wants to find when he returns. We trust that God uses every circumstance in our lives from unformed prayers to sacrificial service for his purposes and that he has chosen us long ago to be his children. Because no matter what our feelings are on any given day, church, living and loving God is part of what it means to live for Christ because that's who we are. Each of us is called to fulfill God's purposes. This allows us to call God Abba, Father, because we suffer with Christ and we suffer along with all creation while we wait for God to reveal us as his sons. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we are confident that God is for us and loves us in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we are in need of more faith, more patience, and more love. Help us to lean on your everlasting arms for the strength we need to go further in our faith walk. Lord, bless us to align ourselves with the vision of our pastors and bishops so that we know how to pray during these last days. Show us your glory, Lord. Infuse us with a spirit of vision that gives us patience to wait on you. Help us to walk by faith and not sight. For today the clock is ticking. Time is moving. And the church needs to get up and be about our Father's business while there is still time. Father, we're praying and believing this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Mother Heaven. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, are we facing it or faking it? You know, we may be able to fool man, but we can never fool God. And I pray that you heard what was spoken this morning. And just like um, Minister Randall said, we can watch, you know, from home. We have that means, live stream, we can watch. But you know what? We need to be back 
We need to be back into the sanctuary, the house of God to receive. So I encourage each and every one of you, don't forsake, because the Bible tells us, don't forsake the gathering of the saints. There is strength that we draw from one another, from being in the same presence as one another. So thank you, Minister Randall. That was a wonderful devotion this morning. And like you said, God desires that all men, all men be saved. And, you know, we are his, we are his hands and his feet. We're his mouthpiece on this earth. We've been assigned. We have assignments. Ask God, what is your assignment? What would you have me to do? Because believe me, every one of us, every one of us has an assignment. So thank you again, Minister Randall. That was wonderful. I want to go at this time to Sister Audrey, and she's going to come, and she's going to lead us in the time of prayer. Audrey, if you can, please. Thank you, Elder Heather. Thank you, Minister Excuse me, Minister Gory, um, that was a wonderful word. Praise God. Well, good morning to everyone that's on the call this morning. I greet you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. God bless you. This morning, uh, we will be approaching the throne of grace, Lord God. We come with so much thanksgiving in our hearts this morning and praise on our lips, Father God. We come with our our hands lifted high and our hearts lifted high to you, Father God. We bow before you because you are worthy. We acknowledge that you are our God, that you are our Father, that you are Abba. And beside you there is no other, neither in heaven or in earth. There is no one and nothing that can compare to you, for you are God alone. You are God who reigns in majesty God who is holy, God who is ever-present, all-powerful, and all-knowing, and even as awesome as you are, Lord, you love your people so much, and you are mindful of each and every one of us. You are so mindful that even the angels asked, who is this creature that you call man, and why are you so mindful of him? How great is your love for us, Father. And we are thoroughly convinced that we have not fully grasped the depth of your love, the magnitude of it all. We know that you desire so much for us. You desire to give us as much as we can stand. And we know this, Father God, because in Third John 1 and 2, the Amplified Version tells us, Paul prayed, beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers. So this morning, I'm praying for the, for the health and well-being of your people, Father God. I pray, Father God, for our physical health. I come against every manner of sickness and infirmity. We take authority over cancer in every, in every form. We speak death and destruction to every live cancer cell in anyone's body in the name of Jesus. We call out and we pray against autoimmune disorders. 
We come against stroke. We break the assignment of stroke and blood clots and aneurysm. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We pray for those who are recovering from accidents such as falls, spinal cord injuries, gunshot wounds, and stabbings. We pray against all of that, Father, in Jesus' name, and we just proclaim healing and victory. We, we pray, Father God, for those who are uh, recovering from respiratory issues, COVID, and allergies, Father God. We speak healing to everyone in the name of Jesus. We pray for, te- for protection for your people on highways and byways and in public places, even at our homes, Lord God. We take authority over spirit of calamity and mayhem, destruction, and premature death. We declare that we will fulfill our godly purpose. We will fulfill the number of our days in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray against and we take authority over all forms of addiction. We bind the strong man of pharmacia, lust, and perversion. Father, give us the grace to renounce and to deny our flesh and to deny any inordinate affection in the name of Jesus. We break the craving for what drives us, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would take the desire away, even make us hate it in the name of Jesus. Father, we should put our flesh under subjection according to 1 Corinthians 9 and 27, lest we disqualify our own witness to others. Help us, Lord God. Show us your glory in that regard, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for those who are having mental health challenges. We come against depression. You said to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Father, we come against loneliness, suicidal thoughts, in Jesus' name. Every kind of mental illness and disorder we take authority over in the name of Jesus. We ask that you give us wisdom, Father God, and point us in the right direction. You have provided all kinds of resources to help us because you desire that we be sober-minded, that we be vigilant, and that we be wise, Father God. So order our steps to the right therapists, support groups, life groups. Give us good friends, positive people, Father God. We thank you, Father God. Restore our joy, Father God. Deliver us from fear, Father God, and anxiety and stress in the name of Jesus. Father, you are able to keep our minds. You said that you would give us perfect peace when our mind is stayed on you. Help us to keep our mind on you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for relationships, Lord God. I pray, Father God, for uh, against the spirit of rejection, Father God, rejection from parents, Father God, rejection from each other in Jesus' name. In Psalm 27, it says that when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me, Father God. So we thank you that you are forever with us and you would never leave us, Father God. So we take authority over the root of rejection in Jesus' name. I pray for healing from grief and disappointment and regret, Father God. Father, fix our hearts and our minds that we look to things that are ahead, Father God. Help us to guard our hearts against those things that we suffer, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just give you praise. We pray for our spiritual health. 
Father God. We ask that you would restore our soul, Father God. Water us, Father God, with your Holy Spirit. Draw us closer to you through prayer. We know that there are some things that we have to do. We have to bow our knees to you. We need to get in the word, Father God. We need to trust you, Father God. So, Father, we ask that you would help us to get into that place. Help us to surrender our will to your will, that your will would be done in our lives in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that you desire that we be better. Help us to mature in you, Father God, because our desire is to please you, Father God. We want to be that instrument of righteousness that you can count on, that we would say, here I am, Lord, send us. Send me, O Lord God. Thank you, Father. Make us fit for duty, Father God, fit for purpose, fit for the assignment that we talked about, Father God. Heal us, O Lord God, and we would be healed for real in the name of Jesus. And, Father, Paul also prayed for our success. So we ask that you would give us success in all that we do. For it is you who empower us. It is you who works in and through us for your good pleasure. So I pray for those who are seeking gainful employment, Father God. I pray, Father God, for jobs and better jobs for them. I pray for raises and promotions for them, Father God. I thank you, Father God. I pray for restoration for those who lost things during the pandemic, Father God. But we know that for some, Father God, they pray prospered and increased during that time. So we thank you, Father God. We thank you for how you have blessed and blessing us indeed. Father, I pray for those who are approaching graduation, our students, Father God, our young people, and even older people, Father God, those who are reaching the end of a school term, a school year, Father God, let them finish strong. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father, at at such a time, Father God, that they are seeking employment, I thank you for the open door. We thank you for doors of favor. We thank you for doors of grace, Father God. We thank you that you bring it all together, Father God. We just give you praise. Father, we just want to thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you that you are long-suffering towards us. Your love for us is better than life, Father God. So we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for being our Savior and our soon-coming King, Father. So we pray as the psalmist, and we say we bless you, O Lord God, with all our soul and all that is within us. We bless your holy name. We bless you, Lord God, and we remember every one of your promises. We will not forget any of your benefits, Father God. We bless you because we are forgiven, Father God, of every sin, every trespass, every iniquity, Father God, every shortcoming. We thank you that, as Elder Heather said, you don't see what we have done. Father, you see us through the precious blood of the Lamb. We bless you, Father God, because no matter what man's name for any sickness or disease or infirmity or affliction, Father God, you have healed us of all of them because when Jesus Jesus saw the multitude. He had compassion, and he healed every one of them. We bless you, Father, because you have redeemed our life from from destruction, and we declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in the name of Jesus because we are victorious, more than conquerors, 
overcomers, as you have said in your word. You have crowned our heads with your loving kindnesses and tender mercies. They are new every morning. You love us so much that you give us a fresh batch of mercies every day. Father God, you satisfied our mouth with good things. You have withheld no good thing from us, but you have provided every need according to your riches and glory which is never depleted in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you that you renew our strength. So I pray for the weary today. Breathe on us, Father God. Refill us, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for renewing our strength. So, Father, for all these things, we bless you and we give you praise. We thank you that, and we praise you for doing only what you can do as we surrender ourselves to, to you. We say hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. My goodness, my goodness. Audrey, thank you. Thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to use you in such a such a profound way. That prayer just covered everything. And I, I believe that as you prayed that people were just caught up they were caught up and could see themselves before the Lord. And so I just say amen, amen to every word that was prayed. Father, mature us. Mature us as your sons and your daughters, O oh God. May we, each and every one of us, operate, Lord, in increased wisdom and discernment. Help us, Lord. Help us to see and that we would because of the wisdom that is within us and the discernment that we have that non-believers would be drawn, they would be drawn to what we have because we demonstrate the power and the authority of your kingdom here on this earth as it is in heaven. So, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you in Jesus' name. We want to always honor Bishop and Pastor Adrian. We thank God for them, and I pray that you will continue to hold them up and cover them. Uh, we pray a hedge of protection around them. I want to go back to Minister Randall for any further thoughts this morning. Minister Randall. Yes, thank you, Mother Heather. Just wanted to remind um, those of us that are on the line this morning let us continue to pray for our, our men and women of God that are uh, doing the work of the Lord in our various places of worship. They need our prayers. They need strength. Mm-hmm. The word we're receiving right now is such a right time, right now, timely word about standing strong in our faith and not looking with our own eyes, but looking through the eyes of the Lord. So let us trust God's Holy Spirit to help us, even in this season of waiting as we're being restored back to sonship and as we're being regenerated. And let's become the faithful believers that the Lord wants to find when he finally does return. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thank you. Yes, will faith be found, right? Amen. Well, we've had a marvelous, wonderful time this morning. The devotion was just Wonderful. It was excellent. And um, that prayer this morning by uh, Sister Audrey just covered everything. And I, I know, I know that all of you were blessed. 
that you truly, truly heard what was spoken this morning. And so let us close out with a word of prayer this morning. Father, may we, may we be in unity of heart, not just with one another, but with others outside of new destiny. For it is not about new destiny, but it is about your church, the ecclesia. For as we become, as we become unified to welcome your presence and to glorify you, then we'll see the spiritual climate change and darkness will be diminished, causing the communities around us to notice we want them to see Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. It's not our job to draw them. But he said, if you will lift me up, I will draw all men unto me. May he be lifted up in the seven mountains of culture that we live in today. May we seek, Father, your face, not your hand, but your face, the goodness, the glory of who you are. May we pursue you with a deep, felt heart cry, pressing in through our worship Mm. and prayer until your presence overshadows us. I ask a special blessing upon Minister Randall Mm. and upon Sister Audrey today and to each and every one that was on the call and to our Sidonia, our controller this morning. Mm. Father God, We love you this morning. We love you. (laughs) And we honor you. Wash away every tear. Dry them up, oh God. Where we're weak, strengthen us. Give us a desire for your word to consume it. We ask these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Please open the line and let us worship the Lord together.